Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. And we continue along, Bezer Hashem, now Mishnah Tezayin. After discussing the teachings of Hillel and Shammai, we move along in the generations. Hillel had a son, Rabban Shimon, and Rabban Shimon's son was Rabban Gamliel. And that's the Rabban Gamliel here, known in Shas as Rabban Gamliel Hazokin. And we'll continue along through their children, who the Nesias remained within the family of Hilla. So Rabban Gamliel Hayyamah used to say, Asei l'chor rav, make for yourself a rebbe, v'histalik men asafek, and through that you will be able to remove yourself from any questionable doubts that you have, al tabel aser amodes, and don't think, that, well, I'll just do it randomly, I'll just estimate when I give my sir. Says Rabbi Yoyna, what does it mean, Asei l'chor rav, v'histalik men asafek, those two things, rotzaloymar, sh'yikabal chaveri l'rav, Accept your friend as a Rebbe. Even though he is no wiser than you are. He doesn't know more Torah than you do. Now this sounds very similar to a Mishnah we learned earlier, Rabbi Shua ben Prachia, who said, I say l'charav. And there also Rabbi Yen explained, make your friend who is even not as great as you, make him your Rebbe. But the difference is that was talking about in a regular daily learning. Accept him as a Rebbe, and then you'll hear the pshat from him, and then you'll remember it better, Rabbi Yoyna said. Here we're talking about someone who's a Meirahiro, someone who is a halachic decider, and he has a question on a certain psak. Says Rabbi Yoyna, the advice would be is ask somebody else, just to be sure, ask somebody else, and even if he's less than you in his chachma, that will take you away from a suffix. Even if he is less than you in terms of his halachic knowledge, in order that you have no doubts when you give this psak. And Rabbi Yenna brings an example of this from the Gemara in the Yushami and Ma'it Cut in the end of the first parak. The Gemara is talking about there that Rav Mona had a shailah, he was permitted to do something on Cholamoyed, one of the steps of his uh, ladder broke. It was he allowed to fix it. So he asked his father, Rav Yoyna. Rav Yoyna said, I think it's permissible, but go out and ask somebody else, just to be sure. And he went, he found Rav Bun Ben Kahana, who said, yes, it absolutely is mutter. And that's what Rav Yoyna is bringing here. See, so Zil Aisi Lezogman Ashuk, go ask somebody else, the Asmei Chaleh Eshrilach. And it will rely on that heter, on that psak, and then I, I'll feel comfortable permitting it. Which means, Rabbi Yoyin over there said that I think it's mutter, but just to be sure, ask somebody else. And this is, certainly takes great humility on the part of the Meira Hira, on the Paisik over here, to say, ask somebody else, or ask somebody that's less than me, just to be sure. But says Rabbi Yoyin here, sometimes a Paisik, a halachic decider, is uh, doubtful, not 100% sure if this is permissible or not. is not sure what to say. If he says it's permissible, and he certainly has reasons to think that this is a mutter, but maybe in truth it's really not mutter. And then something will happen on his because of him, and he'll cause somebody to do an aver. And if he 
forbids something that really is permissible. Imagine the person comes, like the old days, they would come to the Rav with a chicken to know, is this a tray for or not? Or now someone calls up a Rav and says, I had a mishap in the kitchen, do I have to throw out my food or not? And if the Rav's not sure, he says, yeah, throw it out. How could he do that if he's not sure that it's usher? He's going to be mastered in my show. He's going to be causing a monetary loss. We know that many times the Torah itself shows us that HaKadosh Baruch was very careful about the money of Klal Yisrael. Al-Kain, what's the Eitzah here? What he should do is Yatzah Haveri Rav. Ask somebody else who may not be as great in Chochmah and in, in his wisdom, in his knowledge of Allah. But still ask him and make him as if he was the Rav in this case. The Ask him your doubts, and then pass in that way. And the Rabbeinu gives a, a stipulation over here. And that is, only rely on someone who certainly has lesser chacham than you, that if it's a dover posher they love, if he's sure about it, and as if he's confident in his psag, and he's confident that that is the halacha, then even if he's doing, doing it to permit something, you can rely on it. And so you would think, wait a minute, I'm not sure about it. How could he be so sure? I know there's many, this Chacham who's greater knows there's many them. there's many reasons it should be permissible, many reasons it should be prohibited. I'm asking someone who is less, he is not as knowledgeable, and he's so confident, maybe I can't rely on him. Maybe I should think he's making a mistake. Says Rebbein Yenid, that's what the Mishnah here is telling us. That if he's sure about it, they don't, the, don't uh, have a doubt about his surety because of your doubts. And he keep, brings here a statement of It's not actually the Goinim, it's really a statement from the Ramban and the Malchamis and the Sektas Bovakama that says, When one is unsure and one is confident that this is the Pshat, the Allah follows the one that indeed is confident about it. Like the Gemara says often, my the boy, the Rapapa, and we see we go with the psak of the one that is partial and confident. And that, so that's number one, when you have doubts in halacha, go belittle yourself in a sense. Use humility and ask somebody even lower than you. And with that, his And another thing, don't just approximately or randomly tried to take off miser. Now, miser is one-tenth of the produce after truma has been taken to the kayan. One-tenth has to go to the levy. Now, things that you measure, with the size of it, some things you have to weigh, or by a certain amount of volume, or with a certain number of things. What's wrong? What's wrong if I just evaluate I'll just take and I'll make sure to give a little bit extra. Here's the problem. There's actually a Gemara, it's a Gemara Kedushin, a Gemara Aleph, that says, someone who takes of Maiser, randomly or approximately with estimating, comes out that his parents are fine to eat, but the Maiser that he took is Mukulkolim. Why? If he takes off by estimation. He wants to take a little bit more generously. 
But Masha Modad Yosem Menach Siris, whatever he has taken off more than the tenth that's required, Nimsishu Tevel. In other words, since only a tenth of that produce has the status of Miser, anything in excess of that is not Miser. So anything in excess of that, of that is really Tevel. You're causing the Levi to eat Tevel. Only if the person has in mind that everything that I take off should be Miser. But that's not what he's doing. He's saying, I'm taking off a tenth. I'm not sure exactly how much a tenth is, so I'll assume this is how much it is. But in actuality, only a portion of it is a tenth. That's Miser. The rest of it is untithed produce. It's Tevel. Because he didn't want to consider all of it to be Miser. This is not only in the halachas of thinking of Miser, but really it's a lesson for all of learning. This is really a marshal that can be used as a marshal for all learning. Don't try to sort of wing it. Don't try to say, well, I think this is the pshat, or this is a good enough way of thinking about it. Rather, this should be learning with an absolute focus. And try to penetrate, use one's mental energy and his capacity to think into things deeply till he understands it clearly. Because it's not always that what a person thinks of, that is actually the pshat. Sometimes a person thinks, well, it could be this is the pshat, it could be it's another, another way of thinking about it, another way of understanding it. The Chacham is learning and he thinks, well, I think this is the pshat, like the first way I'm learning. He knows that it's Chavrusa. He knows that someone else in the base Medrash could be learning in a different way. He likes his Pshat better, maybe because he's thought about it and it's the Pshat that fell into his head that he came up with. But in truth and in all honesty, someone else could have had a different Pshat and maybe that Pshat is more correct. Other times a person goes into it deeply and he knows this is the only way to learn. And this is what we see the Rishayin and the Achreinim. That when they came out, they were so confident about their Pshat that they used very strong terminology when arguing with their counterparts. We see this from the Rambam and the Ravid, the Lashaynas, the, the expressions that they use back and forth because they are so confident because of the the amount of effort that they use to come up with their pshat, or the Rajba and the Ra'ah in the Sefer Teres Habayis, use Lashaynas that we, we would be very surprised if we, people would use it nowadays. But that's because they use their capacity of learning to the extent with the pshat they came out with, this is the absolute pshat. Someone saying differently, I know in this case, he's wrong. That, that Those are times like that. Nobody could argue with that. Someone who has gotten there, if you've been there, then you know what I'm talking about, says Ermenia. Because this idea, sometimes you have doubt, so ask somebody else. And one way, you, because you have doubt, is because you are penetrating into the sugya, you're delving into it, you're looking into it and understand it correctly. And sometimes... There's two different vantage points. Sometimes there are two ways of looking at it, of sizing it up. Other times you're very clear about it. Because this relates to this 
the last part of the Mishnah relates to the first part as well. It's interesting, just in closing, that the Chochsid Yaifetz, one of the great Svardish Shekadolim, brings in his Pirish and the Pirki Yavis, the Chochsid Yavis, brings Rabbein Yain's Pshat, and he says the reason why a person, al and he says this goes also in general, because if a person sometimes will say, well, I'll be a little bit more generous, a little bit more more expansive in my in my understanding of the Pshat, you know what, I'll even be Machmer. I'll give more than I have to, or I'll do more than I have to. So Chosadjavit says, a person has to be cautious about that, because if we do sometimes more than we have to, will it be accustomed to doing things not exact, not precisely how the halacha demands? And that will bring a person to sometimes do less than he has to. Similar to what the Pesach says, Lo sifu sigru menu. Don't be moisif on what the Torah says, because that may also lead to diminishing and doing less than the Torah says. This is included in Rabbein Yonis Pshat. Kol Tuv. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.